welcome to another installment of Systems Within Systems Presents uh, The Way of Violent Realization. Um, ben, we got Sifu and Kenny here. Uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about communication and what that goes into. So let's talk about two different types of communication first. There's the way you communicate <coughs> with the people around you and a lot of different viewpoints in that. I'm not going to go into the, the science behind it and all that fun stuff because... Because it's not fun. No. <laughs> but just dealing with other people and whatever element they're coming from, the type of language you employ, the type of tone you use, all of these things come into play about how your message comes across. Your body language is incredibly important. I've seen some things where, you know, they got the palm up, the palm down, the pointing. All of these things come into play about how what you're saying is perceived and all that things. But that's all well and good and we'll get into that, but uh, I want to focus more on personal communication, how you how you talk to yourself, or hmm. <laughs> the language you use when you're talking to yourself or how you describe yourself to yourself is incredibly important and it's it sheds a lot of light on how you view things and how you view who and what you are. And uh, based on a conversation I had with Sifu earlier, it often takes an outside perspective to give you more insight into really how you're interacting with you. That's a, that's a lot of... Well, you know, when you, when you talk about communication, you, you hit on a lot of subjects there. Yeah. You know, actually, it kind of woke me up to some different subjects about what I do as far as communication. And... Um, we could get, we'll spin off it to the self-communication because obviously that's, that's, that's the most important type of communication, what you're talking about. And you do need some else. People, the whole reason we're doing the show is to give outside help. Yeah. As it's a way of reaching out and communicating. But let's talk about what you said earlier, um, body language. Right. And let's also talk about elements. Elements, like uh, if you view an element. So if you got a uh, fire you have uh, wood, you have uh, steel, right. you have earth and water. The, those are the five elements. A lot of people call air an element. Uh, air is not an element. It's the ether. It's the one that holds all the elements. At least that's how I view it. Right. It's all, everything comes from the essence of the ether. So the ether encompasses all those elements, okay? Right. So we could get into that a little bit further. I think we've talked a little bit, touched on we that. We touched on it. We, we say you use... But I wanted to revisit that right. a little bit to talk about how you view people. Right. You so when you talk... model from the Book of Five Rings. Right. With a slight modification for your experiences. Right. So communication. Communication with others is first recognizing what element they come from. Your own view of the element. So I may look at Kenny and I look at Kenny and I say, uh, we're having this conversation... And I look at him that he's a fire element, a lot of passion, right. you know, jumps from always like surviving, you know, <laughs> and moving from one thing to the other, right? Um, and uh, I, I'll see that maybe with a mix of other elements. I look at you and I see a lot of steel elements, you know, just black and white. And yeah. why you have a hard time dealing with certain social issues because you see things as black and white. So if I'm having a communication with either of you, I'm looking at, I have to see it also for communication. I have to see what your element is. And I have to use that as a model. Right. Because I can't come in as wood and communicate well with fire or steel. I need to understand something about steel. I need to understand something about fire. If I walk into a situation, uh, a manager. Right. And uh, there's two... There's two elements here, right? <laughs> so say if I am fire and my manager's fire and you walk in, well, fire doesn't really get too along with fire. Why? Because if a fire is in a different position, then if that fire that you're uh, addressing is in a, is a, as a stronger burner, right. in other words, they're in a position of power. Right. So and be, a, because of his position of authority, he's got a stronger fire. And then they can collide. Yeah. Two fires don't get along well. So you're not communicating well with that either. You need to see that you can't walk in. If I'm fire and he's fire, 
I'm going to show him. Like, so then you have these fantasies about, oh, I'm going to say something. He's going to understand everything that I'm saying because I'm so right in what I'm saying. And right. in your mind, it works. And you get in there and it's like, uh, it never goes down the way you think, especially in relationships, anything. You know, it just works that way. So you got to kind of go in and we could talk about that empty. But you also have to understand where that other person's coming from. So when you walk into a situation, you have to be more adaptable. You have to understand where, where they're at. Uh, you have to not go in and you say, oh, I understand that this person's coming from a fire perspective. He's coming from an earth. However you view that, however your education may be. <laughs> but if you have two different countries are two different states. Here in Jersey, we're definitely a steel state. Yeah. In other words, we're very, like, as a, as a state, we're very, very steel-oriented. Harsh. Go to California. Yeah. And oh. the people in California gravitate to California, and the, those type of people are completely different. It's a different element. Yes, it is. Different mindset. So how are you going to communicate? Different rhythm. Right. Even in townships. You have one township that's communicating differently, and then you have these wars between townships because one township sees it this way. We need a light at this corner. The other township, why do we need a light at this corner? And they fight, and nothing, it's just the way that it is. Right. To, to, you need to be your own mediator. For that, that can only exist when you start better communicating with yourself. So if you look at, uh, like when I teach, uh, like I have... Um, uh, women uh, tend to talk a lot with their hands. So when I when I say, if you talk with your hands, like I could be talking with my hands right, now. Gesticulation, yeah. It has to be calmed down when you're talking in front of a group. Or it has to say something. You don't act out with your hands. If anything, put your hands down and talk without your hands. Because in a man's world, a man's got to see that as being either cute. He's got to see it as being over-feminine. He's got to see it... Uh, whatever it's going to be, uh, you know, like you have uh, certain women, like they'll talk about, well, I walked up the stairs and they're literally taking their fingers and their hands walking up the stairs, you know? Right. And it doesn't, doesn't resonate well. You need to understand how you need to communicate and also how to design your hands. <laughs> so when I talk, if you notice when I talk, my hands are down, but when I talk, you guys always see a little bit of Kung Fu in the hands. Right. Like my hands are doing some type of, they kind of represent what I'm doing. So my, my hand gestures look a little Tai Chi-ish, look a little Shaolin-ish, especially with the people that know me. Right. If I'm talking to um, a, a, a boss, yeah. I walk in and my boss is reprimanding me for coming in when I shouldn't be coming in and doing anything. I'm not using my hands. Mm. I have my hands folded in front of me. I'm sitting there very whatever it is and I'm sitting there and I'm being very strong straightforward and clear with what I'm talking about. And non-threatening. No gestures and non-threatening. Yeah. With you guys and on the show here, I could talk with my hands because you're familiar with the Kung Fu. And yeah. you see it in everything that I do. You probably see it even the way I drive my car. Right? But other people don't see it. Knowing your audience is a way of communicating. When you walk in and your superior's there and you automatically, if you're fire, Kenny, and your superior's fire, then... You're not going to get along. You're going to challenge each other. You know, and if their fire is stronger than your fire because of positioning, your fire may be stronger. You may be able to go over there and punch him or her in the head and kill him, but that's not what you're planning to do. You're sitting there and you have to do it. They're in a, a position of authority. You have to cater to that, so you have to go in maybe with a little bit of water, a little bit of earth. You have to figure them out and not go in and challenge them. And if they are steel and you are fire, then you have to recognize that because steel is never going to communicate well with fire. It's just like New Jersey is not going to communicate well with California. The United States being whatever it is in the element is not going to communicate well with Iran. It's just the way that it is. You have different elements. So communication really has to begin with self-communication. And yes, Ben, sometimes you need help. Sometimes it's good to have a sounding board, have somebody to listen, and just, if 
you are talking to that person, the person has some wisdom, then maybe they could see it and help you. But if you have self-communication, you're helping yourself just by talking to them. You know, that's one of the great things about marriage, also one of the bad things about marriage. Because your wife or your husband may get very bored listening to you. (laughs) You're like, oh man, it's always about you, you know? Like, what about me? But you have a sounding board. We don't realize how that could be, but one of the wonderful things if you have a good relationship Mm. is that the person really cares about what what you feel. I do that with everybody. When I do need to talk to somebody, now you know I'm a very harsh person, I know that, but when a person has a problem and they wanna talk to me, they become the most important person in my life. At that moment, I truly listen and I try to find key things that they're saying. I also pay attention to their body movement. Hmm. I could tell by the way they walk, the way they move, you know, kind of predict their elements, especially if I'm training them. That's a whole different ball game. But it's really easy to predict body movement. You could see if they're nervous, if they're really listening. But that person at that time becomes the most important person in my life. I am fully in when I am. If I'm just walking, I could be a a, a harsh individual as well. But when I'm actually talking to a person, I will pay attention to the body movement. I'll pay attention and I'll, I'll listen to the key things that they're saying. If there's something key that they're saying that I feel that should be visited, mm. I'll visit it. If there's some place that I see an opening where I can speak and give them, you know, uh, a pep talk or give them encouragement to keep moving on, I will. But the better I know the individual, yeah. the easier it is. Yes. But all these things come into play. That's the many voices within you, guys. You know, you all have many voices in you. They all have something to say. That's your communication. That's part of your communication. You need to listen to what that voice is saying, not re- completely reject it or throw it aside. Whatever, positive and negative, or how you view things positive and negative based on, you know, maybe the model you've had for yourself uh, since you were a kid or what you've been told that you should be which is not really the right journey. You know, we, we, that, let me address the audience on this, right? Let's right. talk about the path. Did we talk about the three paths? I don't think we did. Did we have a, one where we talked about three paths? Well, if we did, too bad. It's good revisiting it, <laughs> right? In, in, in one of my writings, I talk about the paths, right? And, then I, and uh, you guys already know the answer to that, but we'll, we'll yeah. just bring it out to everybody. And this is communication. This begins... You're a path to communication, but nobody sees it. We just see it as a great story. That's really cool, and it's gone. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. No, you're not going to do that. You don't even know where to begin to do that or how to begin to do that. It's just a really cool story that, wow, that makes so much sense. Yeah, but do it. You know, how do you do that? You need to communicate with all the voices within you. So we have this path. You have these three paths. You die. Boom, you're dead. Everybody, this is a story. All right, right. So, uh, story I made up to help uh, people have some self-realization. That's communication, self-realization. All right. You have these three paths in front of you. You're dead, and you're in this. What are they? What do they call in the valley? You know, and there's yeah. all these mountains around. You're all like like in this 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 valley, and there's all these dead souls around you. And then first thing you realize, oh wow, um, these are, these are all dead people. They're just souls walking around. We're just all hanging out. It's, it's kind of cool. It's, um, my body's not connected. It's kind of cool where I'm at right now. I'm, I, this is, but, I, but what do we do? Then you hear this voice. And we'll say, for whatever God you believe in, whatever it is, it's just the voice of whatever. And the voice says, you need to pick a path and go. And there's, say, uh, hundreds of thousands of people in this this. You know, was it cul-de-sac? Is that what it? You know, well, like what, a valley. A valley. Is it just like in the middle of a valley? Uh, uh, it, it just like you're just like in this this pipe. This you're just stuck there. It's a little area. Yeah, yeah this little area, and there's all these mountains, and then all of a sudden, this path, these three paths open up in front of you, and the voice says, "You need to pick a path and go, but you need to pick the right path. That's the catch." Yeah. Now you're like, "Oh, wait a minute," but you gotta go. And you hear this voice saying, well, if I don't go, maybe, you know, the, 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 there's going to be a thunderbolt come down or I'm just going dis- to evaporate into nothing. So you know that the voice has power, right? Ooh. All right. 
So you got these three paths in front of you. This is what I'm going to not ask you guys because you already failed it, right, years ago. So now you know, like, oh, yeah, but have you done it? Probably not because you don't know how to do it, right? You don't have that self-communication that you're talking about. That's where help comes in and and all that other stuff comes in, right? So you got these three paths in front of you. One path is really wide, beautiful, right? There's lions and tigers and bears, and they're like communicating. They're like moving around. There's butterflies. It's beautiful. It's paved. It may not be the path I would want to go down, right? It, it, it's just like a nice path, and, you're, and there's people. You see people walking on it, and it just looks really happy and joyful. Yeah. All right. Then there's the middle path. The middle path, you look, it's kind of like paved and not paved, a little rocky, you know, gravel, and you look, and you could see this path. The, this path is different because you see it going through what it's going through. Then you see this mountain, and it's going up this mountain. It's walkable, but it's a little bit, you know, windy, a windy bit and all. Yeah. Then you see this other path. This other path, you don't see many footprints leading to this path, but there's footprints leading to this path. There's all this overgrowth. It's dark, and you see these eyes you know, every now and then looking out. You see a little scorpion fly by. You see this. This spider web in the corner that looks like this really creepy looking spider. And there's these three paths in front of you. So, you as an audience need to pick a path. Think about it, you know, turn this off and then come back and see what path you pick, right? Most people pick the middle path because they feel it's the safest path. Knowing what I know now, you know, take that butterfly. I would take path. that butterfly path, but not really. I couldn't. But I would like to say, yeah, I don't want them. It's kind of like the Matrix, you know, where that guy was uh, saying, "Hey, I'm eating this steak. I know it's not real. I know, but I don't care. You know, I just don't want to know. Just give me that. Okay, all right. And then you got this this path of death. Now I've had people pick the center path to play it safe, but there's been a lot of people that have also picked the path of death. No one takes the path of least resistance. You know, they all like, oh, because that's not what that voice wants. That voice wants you to have experiences. This is what everybody's thinking in their head. That voice is the voice of God. I want to make God proud of me. I don't want to take the path of least resistance. I want to take a path that's, that's that, you know, God's paying attention to me. He hears me, he sees me, she hears me, she sees me. Or the, the creative essence hears me and sees me. I want to take a path that it, I'm going to give, it's going to give me the attention. I'm giving, so I'm going to take the path that I think that that voice wants me to take. And some people take the path of death because, well, that's really showing this voice that I really want to learn. And they walk on that path a few feet and they're dead. And then they're probably back in that canyon again, starting all over again. You know, and if they don't remember, they may keep going down that path a billion times, you know, until they realize like, well, what's going on? All right. So I don't know what paths everybody's picked. So everybody leaves. So this whole canyon, whatever it is. It's empty. Empty. There's one soul there left. One soul sitting there on a rock, quite comfortably sitting on the rock. Right. And then. As a soul sitting there, it sees a figure walking towards him. Now, that figure could be anything or whatever image you may want to represent as fitting bodily because we need some type of symbolism, some type of way that we help us, that helps us communicate. And so I always pictured on this figure um, uh, an older, wiser man, you know, coming. And um, non-threatening. Yeah. You know, just, just but powerful, you know. Uh, I always like that one, uh, this was one uh, animation show where, uh, I don't know where it is, but um, the guy uh, played Santa Claus in the show. <laughs> and he had, Santa Claus had tattoos. Um, um, uh, was that the Guardians? The Guardians, yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa Claus was really cool. He, was, he wasn't threatening, but. He was He's tough. tough yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that kind of kind of the civilized, like not threatening, really sweet person, but not a guy you want to mess with either, you know? Yeah. And um, that's the kind of figure I saw coming at me, you know? Right, right, right. So um, reaches uh, the soul, you know? Uh, and um, the, so, so what, what are you still here? 
I told you, you, you know, the voice said that you, not saying claiming that he's the voice, you, know, you have to pick a path. You have to pick a path. And the soul says, well, I'm quite comfortable here. You know, this rock feels very comfortable. I'm happy. I'm just sitting here. I'm just enjoying this beautiful countryside, the mountains and stuff. And uh, this uh, particular figure, you know, has a, has a, has a staff with him. And um, he says, no, well, you do have to move on. You know, so what are you going to do? He says, well, okay, I'm seeing these three paths here, and not one of them are right for me. And he goes, so what are you going to do? He says, well, what I really need is a, a machete or a sword. I need to forge my own path. I need to not walk down paths that other people have walked down. I don't need the, the death path, the middle path, or the, 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 wine, the, the great joyful path. I want to forge my own. I want my experiences. I may intersect with these different paths along the way. There may be guides and people that may help me that walked along the path, but I have to be able to... They may be lost themselves, they may not. They may be right where they are, but I need to also have the abilities to listen, to pay attention, to see what others are saying, to see what's happening. But I need to forge my own path. I need to walk down my path. And then the spirit that's in front of him hands him the staff and says, congratulations. And that staff turns into a sword the individual gets up and starts forging his own path. That's self-communication. That's where it begins, guys. Right there. So it's a wonderful story. Yeah, I'm going to forge my own path. Yeah! <laughs> but it doesn't work if you don't know what you're doing. And you're not up to the challenge. You're not listening. You're not listening to the voices that are within you. You're not breaking open the different symbols that represent yourself and you're not listening to others along the way the people that you meet positive or negative you need to to gather that experience to to open up they may everybody has something to say whether you gain something from it or not it's like sometimes reading a book the best thing about the book's the title <laughs> you're like wow that title hit me and then you read the book wow but if that title was important, or if you got one thing out of that 300, 400,000 book page book that you read, it was worth reading. You need to know how to listen. And to know how to listen and how to communicate, you first have to begin with yourself, guys. You have to have self-communication. And sometimes you need help. Right away we get into a glitch. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what's happening. Sometimes you need to talk to people just to talk. You should always talk to somebody that you have some respect for, that has something to offer. Somebody also that you know cares about you and that's truly listening. Sometimes you can have a conversation with a stranger uh, or our parent or, or somebody that's close. But talk when you really have something that you really need to discuss, you need to think about, you know, or you're a little bit confused. Don't go about it all alone if you're stuck. Talk to somebody if it's possible. That really, truly cares and listens. Now, I know men or women, we're all problem solvers. When you see somebody that's hurting or somebody that's in pain mentally, you know, you want to help them. And sometimes we help them in the wrong way. So you, as the person that's talking to them, have to recognize that they're going to want to say things that may not be what you want to hear, meaning like, that's I already know that. I, yeah, I already know that. You're not telling me anything that I don't already know. You need to listen to yourself. By talking to them, then you open up certain key things within yourself. And you have to be able to listen to you as well. So sometimes it's great having somebody to talk to. Yeah, it's even more wonderful if you have somebody that you have a great deal of respect for who chooses the words more wisely and is speaking to you. But, but that's hard to find these days. Mm. I'm not saying it's not out there, but you, you probably have a mentor or somebody that really... And the reason they're also a mentor to you is not because of what they could do by performing, but because they listen. They pay attention to what you're saying. And they may cut you off because you're too much of a bonehead for them to listen to you anymore. And they say, wait a minute, Kenny, what the hell are you talking about? Why aren't you seeing this? Because they've been there. They've already experienced it. This is 
what are you doing? So sometimes that individual may be very direct and other times they see, whoa, this guy has a problem that I need to be patient and listen to. You guys need to practice that as well. You know, you need to become present. I'm here. I'm here. I'm present. I'm right where I'm at now. I'm enjoying where I'm at. I'm with people I care about wherever I'm at. I'm, I'm talking with them. You know, I don't care. I can't see the people that I'm talking about out there, but it's great that they're listening. You know, like they're like here with me. Pay attention. But first, the pay attention. Walking down that path means you're forging that path. If you decide that, don't follow somebody else's path. Don't follow what somebody else has done. You can admire what they've done, but don't follow it. Maybe you could pay attention to it. You could learn some things from it. Forge your own. To do that, that's self-communication. And you just get better at it over the years. But you need to go through all the emotional content you know, the biological, the chemical, the way you were raised. Okay, you guys are the way that you are. Say you lived in Africa in a hut, and every day was about fighting off a snake, trying to find food. Do you don't think that would affect your personality and who you are and what you are and how you would view the world? Right? You are where you're at. Make the best of where you are. Whatever your education may be, whatever you're doing, make the best of it. Use it. Because this is your model. You may have sympathy for somebody that is out there and you may want to help. Well, if that's your passion or you discover that's something you would like to do, mm. then do it. Work your way to that direction. But don't get so absorbed that you don't see other things about yourself. That you, you stop growing. You stop forging your path. You become obsessed. You become fixated. That's not good either. Forging your own path means intersecting, means growing, and it means self-communication, guys. You need to have self-communication. You need to wake up and listen to what your voice is saying. That's difficult. That's what you were talking about, and that's what we're leading to. But it does begin. Self-communication does begin with the strength that it takes to pull out your sword and cut through adversity. Because you started there. Now, I think the two of you have made that decision, maybe based on the story or whatever, but you forget it. You forget that you have your sword, and it's sheathed. You don't realize it's sheathed. Sometimes you only pull it out halfway. That sword is always out. And the only time, it's never sheathed. You're sitting there, you're forging your path, and you're walking. And then, sometimes you have to stop to hone the sword. You have to sharpen it, you have to clean it. Right? And at that time, you may be having a conversation with yourself, or somebody else. You got to camp out a little bit. But you guys sheath your sword all the time. And you get into this glitch and you stop. It's not sheath. It should be laying across your legs. You should be honing it. Maybe you're in a bad situation in your life right now. Maybe you're confused about what's going on. But you should be honing that sword. Sharpening it. Cleaning it. Maybe not wielding it right now. But it should be out and ready. Because that's the path that you chose. You chose to cut, to move across, to get out, to not follow, but to cut through adversity. You could either be like the Pied Piper, and everybody just, you just follow whatever the trend is, who's ever out there, whatever they're in the entertainment community, or you forge your own path. And I think every human being soulfully has the desire to do that. They just don't know how to, and they think they start it because maybe others follow. Oh, everyone loves Brad Pitt because he's where he's at. Does that make him a great human being? He's an entertainer. But everybody models themselves or wants to be that or follows that or wants that lifestyle. And if you talk to Brad Pitt, I guarantee if Brad Pitt was sitting here, he said, you know, my lifestyle's not that great. It's really not cool. I'm having problems. I have problems with my relationship. I have problems with my kids. I have problems making money. I got to do It's not great, but everybody follows me because I have this image of pretending to be something else that I'm not. When you forge that freaking path, you forge that path. Brad Pitt, Donald Trump, whatever they're doing, they're famous. They are where they are. They have an image that they're representing, but they have to be able to follow their own path. That's that's waking up to your own reality. That's spiritual, soulful communication. And when you could start breaking into that, 
when you recognize if that's truly the path that you've done, you don't want followers. You don't want to be like the alpha chimp. You just be who you are. Anything that or anybody that attaches to you or has respect for you, they're just there. You're not trying to gain respect or trying to stay in an image. You're just being you. But you also can't be stupid about it and walk into a biker bar and in a, in a, in a, in a tux. You know, you have to be able to switch your hats. You have to be able to recognize different things. You know, you don't walk into a bike and say, hey, I just got my black belt today in a, in a suit. When you got a guy there that's fought 18 guys like you and crushed you and, you know, has a gun on him. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you have to switch your hat. Or maybe, maybe you walk in there accidentally and you go, okay, I don't belong here. That's also smart. I walk in with a suit. You don't want to embarrass yourself, so you uh, have a, a go to the get a beer and leave. Don't sit there. You recognize your environment. Recognize what you have to do, or take your shirt off and walk around in your tank top. I don't know, whatever. It, whatever. You just know how to be adaptable. When people talk about adaptability, you know, or or what it means to become greater than the sum of your parts, people don't get it. To become greater than the sum of your parts, you know, in the martial arts or anything that you do means to understand your parts, both internally and externally. And the more you can amalgamate all of that, the better representation of movement you have, your mind melting through the body. Communication's not easy, Ben. You know, it's easier, really, when you start to understand elements and how to communicate. You can even manipulate people. You shouldn't do that no. because it has negative results. Let's say you have your children, you have your kids, and you're manipulating them into doing what you want them to do, and they're never happy. You need to listen to them. Find them. Now, you may see they're going down a wrong direction and where you have to step in. That's the idea of a parent. Like with my students, I could see, like, Man, Kenny, what are you doing? You know, don't do that. You know, let's talk about it. But in the end, you know, you make that decision to go that way. Then I get to say, yeah, I told you so. <laughs> you know? And you go, yeah, 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 Steve. Yeah, right. You know? And then maybe after a couple of times of making some mistakes, maybe I should listen to this guy a little bit. Well, that's all part of self, uh, of external communication and knowing how to deal with people and hand gestures and talking. There's all this math that could go behind it. Right. You know? But... You need to have self-realizations and what I like to call mini-enlightenments. And you need to hold on to them and they need to be built on because a mini-enlightenment may dissolve into something else as you become more enlightened, as you become more understanding of the symbols that you have and the models that you have internally that represent you. You pulled out that sword. You guys, if that story resonates well with you in the beginning when you start it, then you pulled out that sword. It shouldn't be sheathed. The only time it's sheathed is when you sheath it in as a peaceful warrior. But it's there. You know, it's called the art of drawing the sword. You draw and cut at the same time. Very dangerous. So it's not really sheathed. But it is honed and sharpened and ready to go. But you guys sheathed your sword already. As soon as something comes up in your life, you know, you fantasize or you dream about it, just wishing it to go away. That's not the sword. That's not adversity. That's not cutting through your problems. That's not facing your own reality. And that definitely is not listening to yourself. How do you listen to yourself? First part of that sword and that journey you start is a simple thing called faith. Now, we put faith in things that are outside of us. We put very little faith in ourselves. You need to trust and have faith in yourself. You need to believe in what you're trying and starting to do. It has to start with you. We started this podcast because we believe in it. Maybe you guys believe more in me than you believe in the podcast or what we're trying to do. That's the wrong attitude. You know, you want to contribute. You want to bring something to what you are out. You want to discover it. Now, I've been around a lot longer, so maybe I've discovered things a little bit. I've been down the paths that you guys are walking down now. So maybe some of my experience, it's like my dad. My dad would say, that's not going to work. And I would say, he don't know what he's talking about. He's gone now. And if I could talk to him, I said, man, dad, 
because his parents, just in life, materially, mm. everything that he's done, man, why didn't I listen to you? <laughs> you know, like, you, like I said, you know, I, I would see him struggling at the table with his budget and working, the, trying to stay afloat with the bills. And I'm saying, man, I, that's not going to be me. And my father would say, you know, it ain't so easy out there. You know, you, you think that you could just do this and do that. Ah, you don't have any of that kind of stuff. You're just stuck in your world. And then you find out, well, you know, it, he was right. There may be different levels or different ways of approaching it, but man, it, it beats you up. Yeah. Forging your path means waking up to that, means having faith and trust in, the, in designing your path and moving that way. Forging it, you may have to turn or move a different that's all part of the process of self-communication that's where it begins but you need to recognize you need to recognize and everybody that's listening needs to recognize that you've taken the first step this whole thing that i do is not about directing it's about you discovering you pulling out that sword Understanding the sword and cutting through your own adversity. Self-communication. You need to trust your voice. Now listen. That voice is full of ego. It's full of self. You need to eventually, as you get better at it, be able to decipher the truth from the lies. But it is there. There's always a little bit of truth within all the lies that we tell ourselves or that other people tell us. There's always self-communication, something you learn from. That's part of the experience, you know? But you can't have false drive. It can't be like, oh, I'm going to go this way, and it doesn't happen, and you just fleetingly let it go. You need to be consistent. You need to let it see where it's got to take you. You need to be truthful and honest to who and what you are. You need to have faith and belief in yourself, not measured by the world or by others. It has to begin with you. That's the path. That's what you decided to do. Not follow everyone else. Whatever you decide to do in, in the aesthetics in life, become an actor, become a, a finance guy, become a maintenance guy, whatever it may be, that's not who you are. That's just something you're doing. That's just existing. You may look at uh, Brad Pitt as, uh, you know, he's a good-looking man, he's doing all this stuff, but that's not who he is. He's moving in whatever direction he's in. It's what everybody says he is. He is who he is. Anybody that's in the entertainment community or any, any field, it, it, it doesn't represent you. It's not a passion. Passion is internalized. It's something that you have to wake up to, not what you do. That's just what you do. Now, if you could bring yourself into what you do, then you do represent that better. You know, like say, you could watch actors or people that are on stage and they're just acting. Like you could see that they're just acting. But a person that brings their personality into it, you know, they're usually the more successful actors and actresses. You know, you may not even like the person as an actress, as, 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 as a person, but as an actress, she's wow. <laughs> you know, and they right. could generate that. You could really end up hating them. You know, they really represent, they become that part, you know. And part of the reason they could do that is because maybe there's a, a part of them, maybe a very small part that allows them to connect to that voice that's within them, you know, allows them to be something else. But they aren't really that. And that's what your path is. Waking up the symbols that help you have self-communication. You know, the person you go to bed with is the person you wake up with. You see that? So you could be married, you could have people, everybody around you, but it's your path. And when you leave, you are going to leave it alone. You could be surrounded, which I'm sure is a nice thing maybe, from all, all around all the people and family that love you when you're slowly going away if you, know, you have a nice death. Like I love that death on Kung Fu Panda. That's a great way to die, you know? <laughs> and you just like go and you just, time for me to go and you just turn into the lotus leaves and you disappear. Woo! Yeah, man. But, you know, it's kind of nice. You have your family around you, but you still go it alone. So you need to recognize your voice. Now that connects 
what I call essence. Now, I wanted this to be a short podcast, but apparently this may lead or maybe lead us into the next conversation. Uh, yeah. Essence. Essence, to me, is the creative energies of everything. That's the wisdom of the matrix of the voice that you need to listen to. That's your guide. But you first have to recognize it. You have to recognize that it exists in everything. So it's like GPS. I think GPS is amazing. Because you go and you want to go somewhere, and now I have this little computer, right? It's like all of a sudden I'm paying attention. To, and all the, a billion people could be on the GPS, but yet... This little arrow is showing you which way you're going. It's like recognizing you out of the hundreds of thousands of people that are on the same satellite listening to it, and it's recognizing you. Well, that's the matrix. That's called self-communication. That's called faith, right? That's called trust in beginning with your forged path, beginning with you, starting there with you. You started that journey. So when you talk about creation, that's the creative essence of, of life. That's the self-communication. That's the voice that you should be listening to within. We need to make mistakes in our forge of the path and say, I thought the voice said do this, but obviously it didn't because I'm making a big mistake here. Because you weren't really listening. You don't have the experience. You're not really, you don't have the faith to move or to have trust in yourself. That voice, that essence, that communicative essence is the love of creation. That's why you're here. That's why you start recognizing being in the moment. Not comparing yourself or measuring yourself to the world or other people or what you do, but by being personal, for lack of personally playing with God as a symbol. To me, God is a symbol. Actually, the word God shrinks down the meaning of what it really is because it gives us a deity. It's not a deity. It's, it's in you. It's a part of you. But we need a symbol, something to communicate with. So whatever that image, like I picture this, right. like the Santa Claus God, you know, <laughs> the guy like that. But we need an image. But as long as you recognize that it, you need to swallow it. it it's a part of you. Creation imagined itself into existence. Do you understand that? Do you understand what that means? It imagined itself into existence. And everything that's within that creation, it's part of its existence. Therefore, you are a part of that imagination. You are part of your own imagination of creation. It imagined itself. So do something with it. Don't simply follow. Don't simply measure. Do something with it. Represent yourself. We may be unhappy with the way our lives turned out. Wow, I'd like to have more money. I would like to do this. I'd like to do that. But be who you are. Stand that ground. Because that's what you're taking with you. You know, you're not taking religion with you. You're not taking your cars with you. You're not taking your family with you. You know, you're taking you, your, your essence. Be that essence in everything that you do. When you're driving your car, when you're making love, when you're working your job, when you're going somewhere, you don't want to go, I got to go to this job and, you know, bake all night. You know, be present. Bring your essence with you. Then you're talking something. Then you're in the play. Then you're playing with God, the warrior's path. But we forget that, Ben. Kenny, we forget that. And you forget the journey you started such a long time ago. And you get all depressed and poopy-faced. Because, oh, I don't have this. I don't feel this way. Because you're just not recognizing it. So, yeah, maybe I can inspire people to recognize it. But it, it shouldn't end here. People may listen to the podcast and be at a certain point. Wow, it makes sense. They may say, oh, I want to, you know, that guy's a bonehead. But whatever it is, hey, I got you listening. Whether you dislike it or like it, you're listening. And the important part about what I'm doing, it causes you, whether you agree or disagree, to ask certain questions about yourself. Therefore, I accomplished it because now you're listening to yourself think. And you may have self-communication or you may communicate with groups. Don't follow. Listen and then make your own decisions. 
But stand in your own essence. Stand in the essence of creation, creative imagination. Be a part of it. That's creative energy. That's God. That's movement. Represent the energies that it is. Have energy in what you're doing. Don't think that, oh, my life should be better, then I'll have energy. I should be a millionaire, then I'll be able to do more things. Ask anybody that's out there you know, what they're doing. or if they're, I'm just doing what I'm doing. I'm making a lot of money. Yeah, doing what I'm doing. But, man, uh, and I have big responsibilities, family, supporting company I'm running. My audience as an actor or an actress, make, it, it means nothing. It's your creative essence that means everything. If you want to truly play with God... You have to recognize your own essence. You have to be able to communicate and listen to what you're going through. And you have to realize that you took on the challenge. And that there is nobody in this life that I could see, whether they're an actor or actress, making millions of dollars, head of political field, president of the United States, that is happy. Because they aren't really present. The only time they're happy is when other people are giving them attention. But true self-happiness, what you're going to take, true joy of living, is the creative essence. Not what you feel you're representing or what people are giving to you and your own egos. That all comes into play because we're all human. But you need to lay down. You need to listen to who and what you are. You need to really, truly represent that. That's discovery. That's the voice. To play with God, the warrior's path, creative energy, recognize the energies of creation and tap into it. Break open the symbols of the journey that you started such a long time ago. Recognize that and respect it. You guys want to add anything to that? I'm good. All right, everybody. We gave you something to listen to. You know, we'll continue from here. I don't know, what, what are we going to talk about next? Uh, uh, we'll probably go into essence. We may... Talk about emptiness. We may come back into communication a bit. You know, uh, communication, if you want to talk about something about communication, we could talk about love. There's a problem that, you know, that's really complicated. Well, you touched on the many voices as well. We may go into that. There's a lot to go into. So yeah. I have to, to, to podcast, we just take it and we wing it. The whole idea of this show and what we're doing is to make it real. Eventually, as you guys get to know, and I think as the podcast grows, right? Ben's laughing at me. As the, pod, as the podcast grows, I want everybody to, I want it to be real. As you get to know more of our personalities or whatever's going on, I, I, I want, I don't want to be, I don't want to hold things back. Right. I don't want to be politically correct. Right now, you know, we're being a little bit gentle, but as, the, as it gets deeper, I want to be more truthful about things I, I think i'm pretty truthful about things now but you know even more so right if i feel like saying it i want to say it you know and i think everybody here should have that same we're going to have maybe a guest next uh, next week very possible um, yeah uh who's um a marine biologist that talks about uh you know uh, the environment and what's going on with the environment i thought that'd be a great thing i'll bring more guests in as we go maybe some survivalists and stuff as we grow this podcast you yeah, know we'll figure it out it, it'll be great it's going to be great when we, we, we sometimes we'll have 15 people in a room talking about things i don't know that sounds insane yeah and that's kind of what people think of me anyway but the whole point is is what we're trying to do here all i want to do is spark an interest so even in this I'm sparking interest to make you question things about yourself. Agree or disagree, you're questioning something. That is the spark. That's what I'm trying to do with my students, with myself, with everybody in general. I want to spark an interest. And if you did choose to forge your own path, it's even more important to recognize that you did. And to have that creative essence and to be able to listen to it. Because creative essence has a voice. It has a voice all of its own because it's, it's there. You need to tap into it. And the only way you could tap into it is by certain levels of consciousness waking up within the self. Breaking the different symbols within you so that you can hear it better. And it's not just aesthetically better. Like making my life better because I found the perfect relationship, making my life better because I have the perfect job. It's not about that at all. 
It's about you being present in everything that you are and do. That's the creative essence. That's, that's attaching to God, for lack of a better word. That's the play. That's being in it. And that's being present. Right now, appreciating where you are. We're in this little room sweating <laughs> because it's quiet. Right? You know? And I'm here. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening to The Way of Violent Realization. If you'd like to see or hear more, you can check out the website, systemswithinsystems.com. We have a YouTube channel and a Facebook page that you find the links for. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to our email, sws.kungfu at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you.